Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Got a couple uh, Canadian-related stories tonight, and not because, well, Canada matters any more than anywhere else. It's just that tyranny happens everywhere. Big government uh, crawls into people's lives no matter where they live, and just because it's happening in a country that you might not live in doesn't mean it won't necessarily happen where you are. In fact, as we've seen, a lot of these bad government ideas tend to spread around. When one government somewhere in the world decides to... Uh, oppress its people a little bit more. Many governments pay attention. People in governments watch what other governments do so they can figure out what to do to their subjects next. So, Mark, let's start with Canada and uh, tell me about what's going on over there. From the Vancouver Sun, in the basement cafe of Eagle Ridge Hospital, Barbara Gamble rubs her distended belly. Between sips of a Coke and bites of a blueberry Danish, the pregnant 27-year-old sighs with despair. She's about to deliver her sixth child not counting the set of twins she lost. But it isn't the birthing process that has her worried. Government workers have seized every single child the moment it was born. A baby girl, Brianna, was um, apprehended in Alberta, and the four other kids, two girls, uh, Cayenne, Laura, two boys, Dean and Jake, have been taken into care. Care is what they call it. None of them, Barbara lamented. I've not been allowed to breastfeed any of them. The routine always has been the same. Shortly after delivery, once Barbara has cleaned up and had a moment of rest, a social worker arrives, flips her card, declares the child is being apprehended, and leaves with the baby. Disturbing, huh? That's pretty scary stuff, huh? Yeah. I mean, they've always we've always heard people say that the uh, the state owns your kids, and how about this for an example of it? Her sense of impending dread in the final days of this latest pregnancy is palpable. It's horrific, the auburn-haired woman says. All the labor carrying and delivering a baby, and then they rip it from your arms. It's cruel. They take the baby to the special care nursery, and I'm discharged later the same day. She can count on her fingers the number of times she's uh, seen or held each of her children, three of whom are said to be normal. While Dean is struggling with developmental challenges and Brianna with the, uh, with the effects of what is thought to be fetal alcohol disorder, Barbara has never seen the five kids together, only um, those born in B.C., whose dad is uh, her is her current partner, 30-year-old Vince Kinney. The only time she saw the, um, them together, she said, was roughly a year ago. <sighs> they have all been apprehended right at birth. Barbara repeated in a flat monotone, it's been emotionally hard to deal with, and I don't receive any information, pictures, letters, updates, nothing at all. She is considered unfit to parent principally because she isn't as smart as everyone else, and there isn't enough support services to bridge the gap. And nobody else, to st- nobody wants to stand up for her, I guess, huh? I guess. Barbara scores between 63 and 71 on the standard IQ test. Mildly mentally handicapped, as it's put in the reports. Canada stopped sterilizing handicapped women four decades ago, but lawyer... Oh, my goodness. Oh, the United States, too. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Eugenics? I know, I've heard of eugenics. I mean, I've heard that the United States, some birthplace of fascism, man. I mean, I've heard examples of things, I guess, similar happening here, but I didn't realize that it was everywhere. You're telling me it was all over the place? Um, I'm telling you it was in the United States and Canada. Wow. Um, 
But lawyer uh, Mark Hargrave says the government has effectively achieved the same goal by seizing Barbara's children at birth. Yeah. This is worse than forced sterilization because you can carry the baby for nine months with the knowledge that they're going to seize it, Hargrave oh, complained. Gosh. I don't know how she and Vince do it. They've never had a night with a baby. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to me that our society would permit that. The case raises questions about the balancing of constitutional rights, the role of government in people's lives, and the managing of public resources. It sure does. <laughs> I guess it doesn't raise too many questions to me. It seems, you know. They own you. My dog can have puppies. Right. Why can this woman not have children? Are you suggesting that the dog is kind of dumb and so therefore well, it can it, have puppies? It, it, I, I'm going to suggest to you that the dog isn't as smart as I am. And right. they're suggesting that this woman isn't as smart as I am. I don't know. I've never met her. Don't know anything about her. But as far as I'm concerned, that you know, that, that being dumb isn't a, uh, isn't a criteria for whether or not you can keep your children. Would seem to me uh, that you'd be right about that. I mean, it's not. Are they suggesting that she would be unable to care for them? Is that what they're suggesting? Because what if? I mean, what if she would be a really doting parent? What if she would be somebody that would really love and take care of her kids as best she possibly could? I'd rather have uh, a mom be IQ level seventy than have a mom whose IQ is a hundred or hundred and ten who doesn't give a flip about her kids. Julia and I were out shopping today, and there were these couple of uh, just. I don't know. Julia's term for them would be tool bag. I guess that's an appropriate term, tool, tool bag. Uh, yeah, these kids with the the flat brim uh, kind of trucker hats and the pants pulled down below their their butt. I mean, uh-huh. basically below their butt. If their t-shirts were any, if their t-shirts weren't as long as their pants were, you'd be able to see their junk uh-huh. essentially. And these two kids were yelling at their mom. Uh, we were coming out of the grocery store, and they were yelling at their mom, Hey, hey, mom, you open the trunk! Open the trunk! And you're, uh, the mom's sitting in the front seat of the car and wondering, well, what's going on here? Why why isn't she opening the trunk for her kids? They've got some groceries. She's obviously taking them grocery shopping. Why isn't she opening the trunk for them? So we get a little bit closer, and mom is sitting in the front seat of the car. By this time, they had managed to get her to open the trunk. And one of them, one of the kids had gone and sat in the, the, the front seat uh, while the other one was in the back. And I looked over, and this mom was wearing headphones and smoking a cigarette, sitting in the front uh, seat of the car, just like complete. I mean, what kind of mom is wearing headphones when she's out taking her kids to do things? Seems to me like, I mean, based on my very, very limited experience of this family, it seems to me that the woman like that doesn't really give that much of a damn about her kids. That's the impression I got from that. Well, there's I've certainly never heard people out there that, thing. yeah, there's certainly people out there that don't give a, um, you know, that that don't care care the way I would expect them to care for their kids. And you know, this is a, a a picture, and maybe that's the case in this family. Maybe it's not. But there are those situations, though. And so, uh, wouldn't you rather have a, a mom who had a mental handicap that loved and cared about her kids than a mom of average intelligence who couldn't give a flip? About her kids? Seems like an easy choice to me. It does to me, too. 70, an IQ of 70 is not mentally retarded. That's just, you know, a little slow, maybe. Right? It's, it's down there. I mean, it's not good. What's the lowest number that it goes to? I don't, I, well, I would assume that one would, uh, you know, it goes low. I've heard of 40s and stuff. Okay. Um, enormous sums have been spent here on, um, here, I guess is what they're talking about, Vancouver. 
on process, social services for the individual children, legal fees, and court resources, when much smaller investment in family support might have produced a better outcome. Moreover, although each of these apprehensions is justifiable individually, the bigger picture raises hard questions about the public policy driving those decisions and the province's failure to ensure services are available for the disadvantaged. Barbara and Vince are not bad people there. Simply two of the tragic faces of the 21st century poverty, a couple often unable to cope with the demands made of them because of their low intellectual um, capacity and the um, concomitant lack of judgment. Products of poverty. You know, I wonder how much... Concomitant? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I wonder how... I mean, how, how smart do you really have to be to get along in this world? I don't know. I mean, other than doing your taxes, which the government puts upon you, <laughs> I don't know what you have to be smart to do. do you know uh, you've got to be able to, uh, you know, clean up after yourself, make some food for yourself, uh, make sure you, your house stays heated during the winter. You, you have to be able to basic... make money, but I mean, you know, people can. I'm sure Vince is making a little money somewhere. Yeah. It sounds like Barbara's pregnant all the time. <laughs> right. But, I, you know, I would encourage them to use birth control, but I, I don't know why they're doing this to themselves, but it's sad. It's really, really sad. Yeah, it is really sad. I'm wondering what you think about it. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. What if you had a situation like this uh, and you didn't have this government around to come and steal people's children from them, but you had some neighbors down the street that were, well, obviously a little bit slow and they were having kids? Would it really be any of your damn business to go over there and do what these people have, have done to them, what these government people have done? This is absolutely awful. And who could be in favor of it? It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything. Dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they are totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And some of those features include live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show, a dial-up version, webcam version. Head on over to listen.freetalklive.com and get tuned in there if you like. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And according to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. Put uh, put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative from PrivacyHarbor.com because normal email is not secure. That's PrivacyHarbor.com. Just a few more thoughts here on this last story that you shared with us, Mark, and then we're actually going to go to another Canadian-related story, which is also awful. Uh, but again, these awful things can happen anywhere. Uh, in this case, it was some busybodies in the government department of children and families, or whatever the equivalent is there in Canada, that came and stole multi- on, upon multiple occasions the children of or the offspring of a couple of folks that don't score too high on the IQ test. Now, I want to know how did they how did this all happen i mean how did the canadian government come to know that these people were uh, a little developmentally challenged to where they needed to have their uh, keep an eye on them in this way are they are they giving moms iq tests at hospitals there was she was she tested as a kid and then when she grew up like 
she went into a hospital and her name was flagged in the system as not being allowed to have a baby. How how does that happen exactly? Was well, she, what if what if she needed some kind of financial help, some governmental um, program? at some point in her life? That's what I was just thinking after that. Yeah. And it just goes it just goes to show every time you get in bed with the government, right? There is a price to pay. This and in is this true. case, this one's paid with. What, five kids? Right, because if she and her husband had, or boyfriend, I'm not sure which, which it was, but if I she... I get the impression it's a husband. She and her husband had, for instance, not been on board with whatever government program they were on board with, if they had not had the baby at a hospital, if they'd perhaps gone your route, Mark, and had one at a birthing center, or did a home birth, or something like that, if they'd flown under the radar with the baby, then perhaps they would still be able to have it. Perhaps no one would even know it was even in existence. So it's possible, I would think, to avoid this. Unfortunately, if you're mentally challenged, then you're not going to think of these things, perhaps. I mean, I don't know in which way they are mentally challenged. Obviously, intelligence quotient can be is just one way of measuring someone's intelligence at, at performing certain types of, uh, of tasks. Somebody, for instance, can be very, very book smart, but street smarts, they don't have any of it. So I think there are different types of intelligence, different... IQs, for lack of a better term. I'm not sure how to explain this, but hopefully I'm, I'm explaining myself well, somewhat well here. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what kind of uh, you know intelligence they do have. Maybe they're very, very good at doing certain things, but they didn't once consider flying under the radar with a baby, and every time well, you know they, they went to the hospital, etc., etc. It et cetera, says here et that the, the father, Vance, is a victim of a multi-generational uh, welfare trap. So I see. So he's been in the system since day one, basically. Yeah, and I don't know that uh, – I would assume that the same thing is true with Barbara. And so when they have a baby, the, the, the social worker shows up, as you say, flips them a business card and steals their kid. And then it right. happens over again. Yeah. No, no matter how sad, you know, whatever these, <laughs> these parents, I mean, you can say about them. So they're not terribly smart, taken welfare. Does that mean that they should have their kids taken away? I'd love to hear somebody uh, answer that as far as if I'm they agree. I'm not saying it's an easy situation. No, but not, not at all. I don't think it's any of my business. I don't think so either. You know, if they want to ask for help, then I think that's one thing. And is, is foster care so much better? All good questions. We'd love to hear your answers at 1-800-259-9231. And to answer your question from earlier, Mark, uh, concomitant is existing or occurring with something else, often in a lesser way, accompanying and concurrent. You are concomitant to me, Mark, Okay. on this show. <laughs> we continue. Well, let's go to Dustin in Washington. You're on Free Talk Live. Dustin. Uh, hi, guys. How's you're it going? The, you're on the air. What's on your mind, Dustin? Um, I was just wondering, why don't we have an external revenue system? Instead of an internal revenue system, that might solve quite a bit of problems, I would think. Well, how so? What would the, what do you imagine an external uh, welfare system looking, or excuse me, uh, revenue system looking like? Well, it's just like letting people choose whether or not they want to pay taxes. I'm for that. Or that would be nice. That would essentially be uh, no longer really be a government. What you'd have then is some sort of entity that exists in the marketplace, like everybody else. I think that would be the mm-hmm. ideal situation. Personally, I think yeah. that'd be great. And that could be your vote, you know. Like you don't, you wouldn't need to vote. You would just choose what you wanted to pay for. You have uh, nailed it on the head, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. I think that's where we need to go as uh, as people. We need to move to, toward that eventual goal. Uh, what it, what that essentially is is a voluntary consent uh, consent based society. And for the most part, that is what we have in in almost everything that we do, day in day out. We're in engaging in mutually consensual activities with other adults, and 
nobody has a problem with that. It, it works great. But then the government people come along and they try to force their rules on us, their pro- their services upon us, even if we aren't interested in them. Of course, government school, I think, being the most glaring example, it's certainly the most expensive uh, example. I would love to be able to say, mm, yeah, that's okay. I'd like to pay for having my leaves removed from the property, having the snow removed from the roads. And uh, maybe a little fire protection, maybe a little personal protection, but the government schools, no thanks. Unfortunately, if I do that today, there's a chance they're going to steal my home from me. A good chance. An excellent chance. But I think you're absolutely right. Any other thoughts for us? Uh, no, that's it. Thanks, Dustin, for the call. Yeah, Appreciate hearing from you. We go unscreened to the amp line. You are on Free Talk Live. Hey, this is Glenn in Missouri. Hi there. Glenn, what's on your mind tonight? Well, a couple of quick things, then I got a, a question. Uh, first, uh, last weekend I signed the Free State Project Next 1000 pledge. Excellent. Yeah. So uh, I'll be there in uh, New Hampshire in uh, hopefully two to three years. Cool. Fantastic. Look forward to seeing you then. What else is on your mind tonight? Well, uh, the second quick thing is I wanted to call out Gene, the Christian anarchist. Okay. Why? Well, back a couple nights ago, he called in and talked about all of these. Uh, blue and white signs for the uh, next Supreme Leader that he saw out there. And uh, he sounded kind of encouraging for people to spray paint some other person's name on those signs. He sounded kind of encouraging. He didn't uh, come outright and say that. Right. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, he's starting to sound like a bomb-throwing anarchist. You know, he's advocating defacing someone else's property. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he sort of was. Yeah, what can you say? You know, it, I'm, I'm not saying that uh, one should do anything like that. I just wouldn't feel bad. Yeah, you know, it would be hard they, for me to feel bad. Often these signs, uh, this someone else's property, they stick up on public property and, you know, along the side of the road and that kind of thing. And, you know, it just, I, I, I don't want to support those people. Why is it that my money, which is, you know, it's, it's public property, which goes to uh, support this land. It's public property and public money goes to support this uh, public property. Why now, is I, it that I've got to pay for that? The, I'll, answer, I'll, I'll give you one better on that one, Mark. Not only are you paying for the public property that the signs are sitting on, but I believe Gene was only advocating uh, defacing the ma- major presidential signage, as I re- if I'm recalling correctly. I, I'm, I'm not saying he was advocating anything. Well, let's say he was skirting the issue of defacing major presidential signage. All of those guys take matching funds. So those signs, you paid for if you pay taxes. In which case, is that okay? I'll get your response here in a moment. Hang on. 800-259-9231. You could take control of the airwaves. Bring out what you want. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, you can bring up anything, just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and those features include the updates. You get signed up, we'll clue you in whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. So go to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. 
Com. The world's largest machine gun shoot and military gun show is October 10th, 11th, and 12th at the Knob Creek Gun Range in Kentucky. It's fun for the whole family with machine guns, flamethrowers for rent, helicopter rides, and 800 tables showcasing handguns, rifles, shotguns, and more. Opens at 9 a.m., $10 per person, knobcreekrange.com. 800-259-9231. We go back to Glenn in Missouri. Hanging on the amp line. Glenn, you're back. You'd called a moment ago to call out Gene, the Christian anarchist, when he called a, a few days back advocating, sort of skirting the issue, possibly suggesting that people go and deface the signage for the major candidates with Ron Paul-related stuff. And you were saying, well, hey, that doesn't sound right. It sounds like bomb-throwing anarchist stuff. And that you know th- th- it just didn't sound right. And I agree with you. I think it's I think it's awful when that stuff happens. It, it does. It's really rude to do things like that. But at the same time, just to kind of defend Gene's position, since he's not here to do it himself, what would you say to the point that these signs are likely, if they are being funded by the candidates' campaigns, they're being funded by your tax dollars, and that means they're partially yours, doesn't it? Well, I don't think I, I think we want to live our principles, and you know this is the non-aggression principle, and we are you know defacing someone else's property. And but I what think if we it's, have is to it not, so live you our lives not, above what what they do. So you don't think it is your property, even though you paid for for you know let's say fifty percent of it is yours. Well, that same principle then could be used to say, well, it's my tax dollars that pay for an IRS office. Why don't we go in there and <laughs> deface it inside? Well, that is, I guess you're right, the same principle. <laughs> I'm, I'm not advocating this. I'm just kind of trying to defend Gene's position. And yeah. Okay, so there's, a, so there's a thug who steals from you on the street, and he, he's done it many times, and uh, you have no way of protecting yourself against this thug. He robs you. You see his car, his tricked-out Cadillac, <laughs> sitting on the side of the road. He's off someplace doing thuggish things, probably robbing someone else. Would you be wrong to slash his tires or pee on his car or throw a brick through mm. his window? Well, I, I think in the case where where they have monopoly control over force and can throw me in a prison cell, uh, I think you you have to be sure that you want to cross that line. I agree with that. And, uh, you right. know, I, 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 I think agree that, with Claire I, Wolf on that is that, you know, the state, current state of affairs, it's, too late to change things, but it's too early to shoot the bastards. Yep, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, and I think that one looks bad, um, that it's difficult to explain to people why this is okay. However, you know, there's an argument to be made for the other side. How about chalking? Uh, recently, some of the activists here in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, I think went, this is an interesting one. went to the courthouse, uh, Superior Court, and uh, I'd say about a dozen activists, right after Social Sundays, everybody walked over there and started chalking all kinds of different things, everything from uh, phrases to, uh, it was mostly, mostly quotes and things like that, uh, but basically chalked things all over the courthouse and the, uh, and the walkway, the sidewalk, walking up to the uh, the courthouse uh, by the next morning uh, the bureaucrats arrived and hastily got a hose and sprayed it all down but was that wrong in your book well um uh i saw the video of that and i was very entertained by it especially uh, on the wall where in chalk it said ministry of truth with an arrow pointing towards the door <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was very funny um i think that's getting close uh, I there you're not doing any permanent harm but you did 
you know, cause them to have to spend effort to, to remove that. <laughs> well, it's not like they were doing anything else with their time. You know, they just yeah. get there, you drink coffee hey, and I eat got, donuts. I got one more question. Yeah. Um, uh, next week, I'm going to be participating in a five-person panel to discuss reducing the legal aid to drink from 21 to 18. Oh, great. What, where is the and, uh, panel happening? Uh, it's happening at a, at a local high school. Oh, cool. And, uh, there's You'll get a lot of support from the. Yeah, yeah there's going to be somebody from the state highway patrol on the panel. Someone from uh, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, and then two uh, libertarians and a third kind of uh, person that's neutral. I think that's wonderful. How did you manage to get that gig? Uh, oh well, from my um, involvement in uh, the Libertarian Political Party and Libertarians in the state who are trying to get a ballot initiative uh, done for reducing the drinking age. That's, I think that's fantastic. I think the more that uh, liberty-minded people can get in front of young people to present the message to them, the better. I, I had a few opportunities to do it myself when I, was doing, when I was working with the Libertarian Party down in Florida, and I have to say that of all the things that I did, of all the outreach that I did down there, I felt... Like, I was really having an effect when I was able to go up in front of a classroom of uh, seniors in high school and talk to them about liberty. I really felt like that was a really w- good way to spend my time. Right, right. And, and that's what I'm looking at it for, is an opportunity to state my principles of how I come to the conclusion that it should be lowered to try to introduce them to some of the concepts of freedom and liberty and sure. libertarianism, the non-aggression principle. You know, if there is no victim, is there a crime? kind of thing are you is there going to be like a flyer or a handout or some sort of uh, something that each audience member will receive when they attend can you get some information on that or get your own flyer in a bag or something like that well that's what i'm hoping that we can get some people out front to to hand things out there's 500 people at this yeah that's a great uh, idea well um a couple of things that i would make sure that uh, you you recall when you're up on this panel is when they talk about alcohol related deaths make sure that you are clear with them that it could be a um, alcohol related is a loaded phrase it could be a drunk adult over 21 that hit a car full of kids and that would be called teenage alcohol related death can it be alcohol-related if a passenger is yes. drunk? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. So they, 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 you know, this alcohol-related, this huge umbrella that doesn't necessarily mean the mm-hmm. teenage driver was drunk when, you know, whatever wreck occurred. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and basically, it of course, defend from the, the, the standpoint that, you know, there's responsible kids out there that drink and don't drive because that's, that's where they're all, it's always going to be about driving. The whole thing's going to be about driving, and it's not about driving; it's about drinking. Yeah. And the the also talk about the deaths that occur with among uh, high schoolers and college kids pre-gaming. Uh, w- w- from pre gaming, binge drinking yeah. ahead of time because they're not out allowed to you know go out and imbibe alcohol in the same way that the rest of us uh, do. Canada's okay with a lower drinking age; that much is for sure. Hey, you know, I'm interested, Glenn. Is there going to be a video camera in uh, in attendance to where you could perhaps upload this to uh, Google Video or something like that? Well, I'm, I'm, that's something I just got the packet of information from high school, and that's one thing I'm going to ask then. I hope I can get somebody in there with one. Yeah, because uh, that's the way you want to – I mean, that would be awesome because then other people could benefit beyond just the 500 folks that happened to attend that night. Other people online could benefit from your eviscerating of the status position. I'm right. sure it'll be great. And, and one of the cases I want to make is, I, I, you know, I don't want to get into to arguing the tits and tats of statistical studies and right. things. I want to talk from the standpoint of freedom and liberty, and yeah. that 
regardless of what these studies say, even if they're 100% accurate, they shouldn't be used to justify taking your freedoms and liberties away. Yeah, focus on the principle. There's no victim. Yep, I'm with you. I wish you good luck. Thank you, Glenn, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. You know, one one of those, uh, in, in argument against statistics, you'll find that the statistics show, and I don't know, you know, how accurate they are. I don't know how they skew them. I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're completely accurate. It, maybe they are. But that uh, young black males between the ages of like 14 and 25 are, you know, more likely to be in prison or on probation than in college. Um, so, you know, they're X, ni- X times more likely than a young white kid to commit a crime or blah 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 does that mean we should lock up all young black men correlation is not causation right well it, it, it yeah the, the question that you you know that, that puts in people's mind that most people are horrified by that idea the toll hopefully free, the, the toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231 and you can bring up whatever you want just dial on in we'll take your calls about anything and 800-259-9231 is the number. Brought to you by Cycle CAI. More Free Talk Live coming up. AKA3 is on the line. Randy in Texas and Paula. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, one of the best ways you can do that is to go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link... Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So head on over to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Load up your cart with whatever you need in life. Uh, they've got so many categories, over 41 categories in which you can shop and buy all the brand names that you trust at great prices and all kinds of brands you never even heard of but are really pretty good stuff. We got a, uh, we, I think we're going to be ordering a down comforter from Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. We've we have uh, we'd ordered one in the past and it turned out pretty darn good, so we're going to do it again. And what happened to the old one? It's cheaper. Well, Julia tried to put it through the wash. Feathers and, everywhere. Well, no, you're supposed to dry clean them, and oh. she figured she'd just try it to see what happened because it was just so cheap. It it had already lasted us two years, so she figured if it ruined it, then we'll just get another one. Uh, but we we put it through the wash. It ruined and, it. <laughs> and then the dryer, and it, it's got this permanent smell to it now which is hmm. pretty ick. you okay. don't want that Burnt so feather smell so that's what we're getting from amazon.freetalklive.com and a lot of the items have free super saver shipping so yet another reason to go shop there and also of course if you enter through amazon.freetalklive.com free talk live gets a cut we go to your calls paula's on the line in florida you're on free talk live paula Paula, Florida, going once. Yeah, hi, hon. You're on the air. Um, I'll tell you what, I was watching this thing today, and I'll tell you what. Tell this, me what. This bailout, I mean, did you know they even included NASCAR in it? NASCAR? What? Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, they're they're giving them some type of tax break. NASCAR. Huh, how about that? But anyway... Well, that's uh, what they do, Paula. They just throw a, a bunch of stuff there in there. There was a rum subsidy, too, so we can get all the pirate vote. Arr. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, there's an investigation going on on Wall Street, the people that were involved, including Paulson and, and the Federal Reserve. And uh, the U.S. Attorney General has told everybody that, well, we were told this morning for people to call. So anyway, we, I called them. They said, tell everybody to call. So they're going to take everybody's calls. Well, it's, but it's already signed in the law at this point, Paula. Yeah, no, 263 saying, no, the to 171. The people that caused it. 
Oh. That's who they're investigating. But I don't care is, about that. I want to not have to pay for it. That's and that Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, that's but, that's what I'm so upset about. Uh you know, well, I, stop paying. Oh, you're going to have to anyway because they're going to print the money out. Darn yeah. it. They've got you. Well, the thing is, see now, uh we need to get see the 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 Federal Reserve which is not federal anyway. It's unconstitutional. It's yeah. illegal. Yeah. And yeah. so I said we need to true. get rid of that too. Well, I, I, and fact, do you think they're going to do anything about it, though, Paula? Is what we yeah, I've already talked to the rest about it. I said, what we need to do is start mining for the gold and silver again. Well, they're mining and, for it. That's, and, that's still and, going uh, on. Get, you know, and get it back on the silver certificate, you know, the money. You know, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that – it doesn't seem very likely that if things change in Washington that they're just going to go back to the way it used to be. I think that we're going to see something a little more, oh, I don't know, dramatic. But this – this money we've got, it, it's, it doesn't have any backing to it. No, it doesn't. Right, we, need right. to, we need to have the gold and But they're silver not going to bring it back. back. They're not going to bring that back. I think what we need to do, Paula, is perhaps shut down the Federal Reserve and then do nothing and we'll allow the, the marketplace allow the marketplace to create its own currency, allow the banks to issue their own notes, and allow the competition and innovation that will come from competition uh, to blossom in the realm of things that can go between money. Uh, I think that would be the best solution, to think that the government, and which is, as you probably know, wholly owned, essentially, by the Federal Reserve, basically, at this point. And her family. Uh, yeah, th- that the government's going to all of a sudden find some principles and, and go back to the way things used to be with real silver backing the dollar. Well, I don't know I- if that's even possible as far as what, how that would actually happen. I, I can't even begin to because envision all it. all we have to do is mine the silver and the gold to have it back. Nothing, too. We need to check to see if our if the gold is still in the mint. I don't think it's as simple Wait as you minute. think it There's is. There's something I was told. Okay. That the president sent eighty billion dollars in gold to Britain. I don't know. And Paula. I don't know if this came out of our mint, but we need yeah. to make sure that the the gold is because people have been questioning this. They don't know if it's still there or not. Well, it's not your gold, so what can you? I mean, it's the country's gold. Well, it, it, that's we what they tell you, but that's just a that's just a story, Paula. No, it's not a when story. When they say Somebody, it's the country's some... gold, but you can't have it, then is it really the country's gold? It's and maybe the by fact. the country they mean the government of the United States of America, because if that's the case, then then you've got an accurate statement. If by country you mean the U.S. federal government's gold, then you'd probably be accurate. But I don't think you're ever well, going to see. We a, need to have a, the gold to back the money, also in the silver. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, if it's gone, we need to get it back. Let me tell you, Paula. I under I understand where you're coming from, and I agree with you. The idea on the basic concept. I want of that going to happen. back to metal backed currency. It's just that I don't expect the government to ever do it for me. I think what we're going to have to do is create alternatives in the marketplace, and not wait for the government to take action on this because that day is never going to come. I thank you for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the best it's too way sweet out of a this. deal they have. Right. It's the best way out of this is to create the alternative currencies and get them out there into the marketplace and compete with the government's Federal Reserve note. It's going to be a tricky job. It's going to require some serious capital and some investors who are willing to take major risks. But if they are willing to take those risks and it succeeds, then they could be wealthy beyond their wildest dreams. As a, as a result of that, I would imagine. Uh, of course, they're going to come up against the federal government once they get popular enough, like the Liberty Dollar did. They're going to come up against the feds, and the feds are going to try to shut them down. They're going to try to arrest, perhaps, some of their uh, principal agents. They're going to try to confiscate as much of the uh, gold and silver as they possibly can. There must be ways to 
safeguard against that. Uh, for instance, having a decentralized distribution base, having uh, instead of just one central office where everything is stored and kept, having it be in multiple locations, perhaps secret locations, having some level of uh, secrecy applied to the entire operation of the business. I'm sure all of these things are possible. I just don't know if anybody's going to try to do it anytime soon. I know the Shire Silver guys are working on something up here in New Hampshire. I'm not sure what the progress on that has been. I, I have not heard anything. Funding's an issue. Funding's an issue. Well, it figures. That's why I say we need some serious uh, capitalists up here with some capital to invest in these things. Unfortunately, a lot of the early movers uh, here in New Hampshire, a lot of the Free State Project members that have moved are great activists, but they don't exactly have a, a real uh, resource well that they can tap to a lot do of young men. things like this. Yeah. So the people with a lot of resources are going to take longer to get here because, well, they probably have businesses and things like that that they own that they'd have to change and uproot and, and move. And it's going to be a, a much longer process to get those folks here. But the sooner they can get here, certainly the better. We continue here and talk to Randy. Oh, no, we don't. And we go instead to Gene, the Christian anarchist on the amp line. Gene? Gene on the amp line. Going once. Gene on the amp line. Going twice. Hello. hello. Hey, there he is. Yes, I heard somebody using my name in vain, so I thought I'd call in. <laughs> yes, okay. And uh, I, I see where the confusion comes from. First of all, I don't advocate that anybody do anything. Uh, you know, I was just saying it would be a shame for somebody to actually deface things like that. But so you were saying it would actually be a shame? Them, yeah, but I was giving them a pointers on how to do it properly if they're going to do it. Should at they want to do know, it? Yeah. Might, like, kind yeah, of like a well harm reduction. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, the uh, the whole I, the premise is that they uh, that the gentleman called in at was that I accept the non-aggression principle, and I really don't. I'm not a not. I mean, I accept <laughs> it as a pretty. I, I accept it as a pretty good guideline. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think it's a good idea to aggress against people because when you do, you will uh, possibly suffer repercussions. But I don't live and die by the non-aggressive principle. In fact, I think that there are definitely times when I will aggress against what? others. And, uh, you what? know, there are... What would one of those times like be, fighting words, Things like fighting words, you know. I mean, they got to they be pretty bad fighting words before I will aggress against somebody. I see. But, I mean, there are... And other than fighting words, there are things, act, actions that people can do that well, I may aggress against. Couldn't them. you argue, though, Gene? Uh, from I mean, from your perspective, couldn't it be argued that this was uh, that that for, in, for instance, defacing one of these presidential signs was not in point of fact aggression because you'd already been aggressed against in order to have the money uh, stolen from you to fund those signs? You could argue that. I think it would be a stretch. It's about. Ra- but, I, I admit um, it's a bit roundabout, but it's a point. Yeah. So I would say that, uh, you know, the, the premise is that if it would have to be that you accept that non-aggressive principle, and I, I don't, don't for the most part. You know, I don't uh, 100% is what I'm saying. You are not I, I nailed to the non-aggression idea. principle. I, understand. I am not nailed to it just because, well, because I'm an anarchist. You know, I don't necessarily nail myself to anything. I believe in what I believe, and I live by what I believe, and I expect other people to live by what they believe. Fair you enough, know, Gene. I think uh, you've answered I, it. And, and I don't try to tell other people what to believe. I tell them what I believe, and I share that with them. And I say, well, you know, I, like I believe in the Creator. I believe he, he made us. I believe that's where our rights come from. And I tell people that. 
But I don't force anyone to believe the way I believe, and I don't tell them that they have to. You know, they don't have to believe what I believe. Thanks, so. Gene, for the, the call, the clarification. Appreciate hearing from you, as always. 800-259-9231. Hour number two is coming up. You can bring up whatever you want. Plus, uh, Mark, you've got another can- Canadian story about a, a wait in the emergency room. What's it like to wait in the emergency room in Canada? You know, free health care and all that, right? Oh, well, wait a minute. It's not free. We know that much. But what's it like? We'll share that with you and take your calls about whatever you want. Coming up in Hour 2, it's Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney. Finalized the contract in London and demoed our new product in Boston. Online from my desk with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam too. Remember that code 600 to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try. Free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. WebEx.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. We're launching an hour number two of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they are totally free. So enjoy them on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, coming up here, Canadian uh, Canadian story uh, where involving an, an emergency room visit. Mark, you'll tell us about that. Of course, a little bit here on the bailout, which we actually really didn't uh, touch on yet. I think somebody mentioned it last hour, but 263 to 171, the House has voted in favor of the bailout package, which has, as of uh, yesterday, I think, there was a headline on the Drudge Report that said it has gone to the size of like a... What was it that they said? It, first, it went from three pages to 40-something pages a to 100 pages, and now it's up to the size of a novel. Well, it's got all these, uh, you know, pork packages in them. Uh, just like she said, right. there was a, there's a NASCAR bit in it. Um, there's something, some kind of rum uh Subsidy. I mean, Who all knows kinds what of things. things. And it, isn't this exactly what? It's, first of all, it's exactly what you suggested earlier this week. Number one, and that is that they would have this banged out or lipsticked on a pig, shoved right. it up to wherever. I, I, yeah, I, I uh, happened to have the dubious honor of uh, being correct in a prediction earlier this week when uh, they voted when the House voted it down. They, I said that uh, they're going to put some lipstick on this pig and they're going to shove it up our butts by and Friday. And it, it's Friday, people. It's exactly what Jim Babka from Downsize DC. 400 pages long. I think it's exactly what Jim Babka would uh, from DC.org would call back scratching and log rolling. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is DC. Doing what this DC is does. What the, yeah, this is business as usual. Well, essentially, what happened was 
early this week they had that first vote where it failed in the House of so-called representatives. And of course, the they what the reason they would support on, or the, they would purport on that would be that well we've gotten so many calls from our constituents we're just not sure if we can pass this bill as it currently is. They've been telling us no. They've been telling us no. We're going to go ahead and go with what they have to say. But you know what we need to do? We need to figure out something, some way where we can do this. And bring something home to the constituents at the same time. So yeah. they all start, all of the uh, representatives, basically the reason they voted no was because they weren't getting something out of it, essentially, for their constituents. Or, And what that means is essentially getting federal money to bring back the bacon, if you will, to their local uh, local areas. That way they could come back and say, well, I, you know, I, I didn't really want to vote for this, but I, I, I felt like I needed to for the good of the country. But it don't would have be been a, a depression darker than right, anything. Don't be mad at me. I did bring home some money for the park service here. Uh, we brought home some money. We're going to build a, a new community pool. You know, there could be all kinds of just stuff that will not really affect most people in the area in which they live. But they'll be able to say, we got some stuff that we would never have gotten out of this bill, and uh, we're, the area is going to be better off for it. In whatever area you live in, you know, fill in your area. And that way they can make it sound like they really did something when, in point of fact, they didn't do anything except like, some, get some pork for some of their buddies. This uh, bill is like $5,000 per American. Is that right? Per living, breathing American. That's I'm not amazing. talking about taxpayers. That's I'm talking amazing. about living, breathing Americans. So it's gone through. The Senate uh, passed it earlier, obviously, and, of course, it was signed uh, hastily by... The decider himself. And there you go. It's over. It's done with. And they, they're going to print out some more money. Print out $700 billion. They already Remember, they already printed out $630 billion earlier this week. So there was already a bailout earlier, as one of our callers pointed out, kind of a very, very quietly done bailout that was only really reported in sort of the business media in this country. So there was that bailout. Mm-hmm. Then there's this bailout. And of- the funny thing was, Wall Street isn't up. I mean, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is not up. It's down. Yeah. It was in a free fall today. It was up before the vote, down after. Hmm. What does that mean? It Wall means Street's that it's a fickle it's, thing, isn't it? it? Right. Well, it means that it, it, they don't believe it's going to fix anything. Well, how can it? It can't possibly fix anything. As Gardner Goldsmith has pointed out on this show, the longer they keep stretching this out, trying to save the economy with more of these bailouts and their their funny games that they're playing, the worse the crash is going to be. The worse the the end is going to be. I'd like somebody to tell me when the government has managed to stop some kind of financial crisis. All of the crises have been created by the government. It compounds it's upon a, itself. It's not a very easy question to answer no. because, well, <laughs> who knows how bad any of them would have been if the government had yeah. stepped in when it has stepped in. And, but I can make the argument that everything that has bad, you know, that the Great Depression was caused by the government. So, so I mean, what'll be interesting to see here, Mark, is 171 voted no, 263 voted in favor. How many of the 263 will be put on their butt after the election? I bet you, not very many. I bet you all the the incumbency, the 90-plus percent incumbent re-election rate that they have at the federal level in this country will not be touched. It will not be any lower than 90 percent come November. That's my prediction. I doubt anybody's going to run the numbers, so we'll probably never really be able to figure out what, you know, what ended up happening as far as the incumbents coming back for more. But I don't think anything's going to change here. It's very difficult to unseat an incumbent. 
So there you have it. Uh, more money being printed out. And, of course, in case you don't know, if you're new to the program, new to the idea of inflation, you may have heard inflation discussed on television shows, but they probably aren't talking about real uh, what inflation really is. And inflation isn't an increase in prices. Prices increasing is simply a symptom of inflation. Inflation is defined as an increase in the money supply. And that's how all these bailouts are happening. The federal government doesn't have a bank account that they can go to, open, you know, swing open the vault door. We got to get our pals here. They, they they made some mistakes. They gave some bad loans. We feel bad for them. Swing open that vault. We're going to just pull out some of the cash we've been holding. It's a rainy day money here, folks. No. We're pulling it out. Going to hand it out to you guys. It's they run in, in deficit years. and have a tremendous right. debt. Right. I mean, these they're bankrupt by they anybody's a, definition. They they don't have a dime to their name. They really don't. Every dollar they have right now, they just took from somebody, and it's already ready to go out the door. Or they're printing it fresh up. That's how this is happening. That's and how that's what inflation out. is. Inflation right. is an inflation in currency. Now, what that does is it drives prices up because when there's more money, each dollar bill individually is worth less. Because it's chasing the same amount of goods. Right. There, there's it's like taking a it's like taking a pie and cutting it into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces. You don't have any more pie. Dollars are a representation of wealth. They are yes. not themselves wealth. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, if they, if they were wealth, then we could just print dollars and double and triple the money supply, and we'd all just all of a sudden have all kinds of spending power. But it doesn't work that way, because the more they create the money, the less your money becomes worth. It's just so sad and so sick that this continues to go on, and the American people are so completely oblivious to it. How many Americans actually know what inflation is? I'd love to have a poll done on that. Well, they, they do know. Zogby out there. Americans do know that they want they they don't want their tax dollars going to bail out these bankers, mm-hmm. and it happened anyway. Yeah. Tell me how the representative democracy that we have yeah. here, uh, the rep- <laughs> excuse me, rep- the, the democratic republic or whatever we have in this country, whatever this mess is, um, they're representing somebody, but it's not you and I. Yeah, that's it's, it's certainly not. They're representing themselves. If so, and they, all these people, all these representatives said they've never had an issue where pe- um, people have uh, contacted them so much. Right, the phones are ringing off the yeah, hook. Well, one representative said his uh, constituents were split between no and hell no, <laughs> and uh, it, so everybody's saying no, 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 no. I'll and do we it got anyway. it anyway. Yep. That's right. You can change things in D.C. Just go ahead and form another third party. Yep. Get out there. Get some ballot access. Try to beg to change the uh, the debate restrictions to let your candidate in the debate. Wave a bunch of signs on the side of the road and then four years later try it all again, suckers. Because they got you. It's never going to change in D.C. I'm sorry. Never. I don't mean to be a negative Nancy. I don't generally consider myself a very negative person. I, I, try, I try to be a very positive person about what is happening in, in my life and what I want to happen and all that. But I, I cannot possibly see any way that the federal government can, can be turned around. I think, you're, I think you're really making a great point, Mark, that this, is such a, this was such a, uh, an issue that got people motivated to actually contact right. these government people. Everything that we've ever been told we were supposed to do to, in right. order to have some kind of effect, some kind of change in Washington, D.C., was done here. Everything. And the fact is, the lobbyists, the, the, the people that have the money, that have the control, the, those 
with the power. They didn't listen. They didn't care. They stole from the American people. And it's sick. And if defending this, defending this system is sad. Yeah. Th- these people were doing nothing more. These representatives were doing nothing more than acting all week long while they waited for the opportunity to get their pork added in and pass this thing. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free, so enjoy those. And they include, by the way, the wiki, over 1,800 pages created by listeners just like you. Head over to wiki.freetalklive.com, get interactive, create virtually anything. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. So go to wiki.freetalklive.com. Hey, folks. Got a laptop or a PDA? Want to carry your books on your laptop? Go to echapter1.com. They've got over 100,000 ebooks for immediate download at low prices. As a matter of fact, it's the lowest on the Internet for new releases of, of books. While there, you can read chapter one of thousands of bestsellers for free. They give you the first chapter free. That's why it's called echapter1. That's um, O-N-E dot com. 800-259-9231, right to your phone calls. We talked to Bob in New Jersey on the amp line. Hello, Bob. Hey, guys. Hey, what's, what's up, on, man? What's on your mind tonight, sir? Hey, I, I just wanted to um, break things up a bit and, you know, you know, do something a little bit different. And sure. Ask what your favorite breakfast is. Oh, favorite why. breakfast. Man, you know, I love uh-huh. breakfast. There are some people that don't eat breakfast, and I don't understand it. Mark, are you a breakfast guy? Um, I think it's important to eat something early in the day to get your metabolism going mm-hmm. so that you burn uh, fat all day long. You can eat as much sort of as you want at breakfast because you're going to be awake all day. It's that, uh, you know, and moving and that kind of thing. It's if you're going to if you're going to eat heavily, breakfast is the meal to eat heavily at. Is that right? I didn't know that. That's, that's what they say. That's right, especially if you're taking Dexy 20. Um, um, I, I love breakfast foods. Uh, I like, uh, I don't know if I have a favorite, man, pancakes, waffles, uh, hash browns. Well, uh, my wife's been sausage, extraordinarily bacon? busy recently Eggs? with a with a baby. Yeah. Um. So I I don't get breakfast made for me much, and I don't want to take the time. So um, for me, it's like a hard boiled egg and a thing of yogurt. Well, yeah, I'm lazy, so I won't ever. <laughs> I'll never make any of those things. Luckily, Aunt Jemima frozen breakfast was on sale this week at pri- uh, Price Chopper for mm-hmm. a buck each. So hey, there you go. Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Right on. How about you, Bob? What's uh, what's your favorite breakfast food? Cereal. Oh, see, that's how I am. You know, I'm just so lazy. I get up and I, you know, I, I do some cereal, but I, I kind of mix it up a little bit. I, I usually add some, like, frozen blueberries in there and mix a couple different cereal types together. So that's 99, you know, 90% of the time what my breakfast is. Once a week, I'll usually go in, like, to Panera or something like that and have one of their breakfast sandwiches, which are very, very good, yes, by they the way. Are. They're very good. So I, I'm, I'm a huge no, fan of the Panera breakfast sandwich. Know what the best part of cereal for breakfast is? No, what's that? The bowls, man. Thanks the for the bowls. call. Certainly appreciate yeah. it. Hey, how about that? We don't get cranks on the amp line too often. The bowls. The bowls. Yeah. There you go. I, was that a pot joke? I think that, that was. That was a pot joke, I think. That would be all that I could imagine it would be. <laughs> I saw your finger hovering above the drop line. <laughs> you were ready to go just in case. Uh, thank you for the call, Bob. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Now, you know what I've been doing, Mark, recently is I've been getting up. Oh, tell me. And I've been, I've been actually kind of fasting a little bit in the morning. Now, Julia says that's not something that you should do. 
I'll get up and I'll wait an hour, an hour and a half. I'll get up, make some phone calls, some radio stations, and I'll get hungrier before I actually go and eat breakfast. I've heard different schools of thought on this. Um, I, you, you know, <laughs> I think it's going to break. Not a fast. nutritional expert. But they say that you burn more fat, uh, you know, in the morning time. And I don't need to burn fat. Yeah, it's true, and most people do. <laughs> I could use a little fat to burn, actually. On the other hand, so. you need to eat food whenever you can. Is what you need to do. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I just—it's a motivator for me. If I get up and make some phone calls first, and then I have the, uh, the the bowl of cereal, I'm hungrier by that point, and I've gotten some stuff done right off the bat. No, no, that's how I feel about it. I feel good about it. That's what's the most important, right? I guess. Hunger is the best seasoning as well. If you're going to be eating some microwave food like Aunt Jemima, is, it's probably a good idea to be a little, little hungrier for that. <laughs> no, I'm not, seriously, I think it's pretty good stuff. Anyway, let's go on here. You can call in really about anything. So we had the little fun there, and now it's Peter bringing us back to the financial crisis in New York. Hello, Peter. Uh, sorry, guys. I didn't call to talk about pancakes. Favorite breakfast. You can't go on unless you tell us your favorite <laughs> breakfast food. Blueberry pancakes. Oh, I love them. Huge fan. All right, go ahead. And uh, a moderate amount of syrup, not too much. Real maple syrup or the fake stuff? Uh, it, it has to be pure. It has to be pure. Have you ever gone crazy and had any of the, like, the blueberry syrup? Yeah, that gets, that, that, that's, that nauseates me. Yeah, it's too an much. ice cream topping. Yeah. Too much. Okay. That's all there is to it. Okay. Yeah, it's sort of like if I want dessert, you know, I'll have dessert, you know. I don't know, man. I don't know if blueberry syrup has any more or less sugar than maple syrup does. So I don't know if you're true. That, that's true. Yeah. All right. So go ahead with your thoughts. It's what sort of like about? different. It's sort of like different grades of pot, you know, with purity. So <laughs> I, I like to stick to the to the maple syrup. Anyway, Fair enough. Um, are you guys familiar with a senator named Lindsey Graham? I'm sure Mark is. Ian. I've Lindsay, heard the but, name. It's a male. Yeah. You wouldn't think it's a male, but it's a male. Yeah. You know, Lindsey. Yeah, he's a male Lindsey. Um, well, I happened to catch one of his speeches on C-SPAN uh, the other day when the august Senate of the United States was going to vote on the uh, bailout bill. And I actually saw this man get up before the Senate, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, but I'll, I'll, I'll say what I, what I interpreted him to have said. And what he basically said was, yeah, it's true. Um, my office received probably, you know, a ratio of, let's say, 50 to 1 against this bailout bill. But I'm going to vote for it anyway. Yeah. Because my job, he actually said this, my job is really not to do what my constituents want necessarily, but mm. to listen to what they have to say and take everything into consideration and right. make my own judgment about it and do what I want. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've heard so, that before. I think a senator can actually make that argument right. uh, just from the, the point, you know, the, 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 the history of their seat. They're supposed to, uh, you know, they're supposed to be representing the state that from which they come. However, a representative cannot make that argument, and the House of Representatives did, in fact, go ahead and vote this through by a good margin today. And they're really, instead of acting like our representatives, acting like our mommies, as though they know best. Right, and, and I, that's sort of where I was going. Um, you know, it would seem that, you know, on a federal, on the federal level, politically speaking, the only place you could have any influence whatsoever at this point is the House. And it's obvious after this vote today that, you know what, it didn't work out too well. So, Ian, I think, uh, 
you know, we've had about three or four conversations here regarding, you know, the effect of uh, political activism on this uh, uh, vote, and it would appear that you're vindicated. Wait a minute, Peter. No, I have not been vindicated. You could still get out there and run. You could compete with these guys. You could get in there, and you could get, you could change the system from the inside. You can uh, lead a third-party campaign. Better yet, take over the Republicans or Democrats from the inside. Change the party from the inside. We can get our country back. Well, now, here's the thing. Creating a, although, now, creating a third party is different. I, I think that that's different. I think when you try to work within the two-party system, you're doomed. Okay, That's certainly so creating, what the Ron Paul people found. They had their, their exactly. stuff stolen from them at the Republican yes. convention. They were shut down when the Ron Paul people attempted to approach the microphone. They turned the yeah. mic off. <laughs> now, Peter, you, you, wrote a, you wrote, you wrote a, an inspirational letter to your Congress critter. What, what, what came of that? Oh, yeah, I'd like to hear about that, if you don't mind. Hang on, Peter. We'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. Peter, a prominent business owner in the area. Certainly he should hold some sway, right? More on the way. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything, just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free. So enjoy them, including the updates and the live streams, the archives. We give away a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for their website. So we've got more for free, I think, than most of those other talk shows charge you for. See for yourself. freetalklive.com the uh excuse me uh, it's there's no excuse for you. <laughs> i'm lost here the institute for humane studies is looking for good communicators from all majors to place at daily papers and major media outlets for spring or summer all positions are paid and include a career workshop and opportunities to network the deadline to apply for an early summer decision is november the 1st visit libertarianinternships.com for more information these uh, internships include a stipend, housing and travel allowance, tuition, travel assistance. They've got a workshop to teach you how to do some stuff, so it's libertarianinternships.com. We continue discussing the bailout situation, which is just bad. It's just as bad as it could be. As you pointed out, Mark, and rightfully so, there was a whole hell of a lot of push against this bailout thing. People were calling their so-called representatives. They were saying, no, don't you do this. Don't you dare. Phones were ringing off the hook. Emails coming through. Faxes all over the fax machine. I mean, this was one of the biggest... The, one of the one of the biggest issues that American people have paid attention to, that they actually took action on, that they actually made an effort to contact the so-called representatives and get them to vote in the way they were supposed to vote on this. This is but, everything we're told one that we're supposed to do in the political work, process. Use because, the system. You, you know, don't you're, stop you're, paying taxes. Use the system. <laughs> right. We're told we're not supposed to, uh, you know, buck the system. That the the system's highly legitimate, and you can affect it from the inside. The reason it's legitimate is because it's not like we live in a dictatorship. You have an effect in Washington. You can you can affect Washington. Well, no, the hell you can't. 
No, yeah. you can't do anything to Washington. Let's go back to Peter in New York. Peter, uh, Mark, you were t- saying that Peter had gotten in touch with his... What yeah, we, I, I, as a matter of fact, he, uh, he sent me a letter that he sent his uh, representative. A representative. And I uh, thought it was uh, a very nice letter. What, what, was what happened with that, Peter? What, well, first of all, summarize the letter and then tell us what happened. Well, I, I think we know what happened. <laughs> Not much, but but no. But basically, it was a letter to uh, Carolyn McCarthy, um, oh, yeah, that lady. Who's, who's who's pretty much just a straight up left liberal. Um, She's uh, a gun banner. She likes the, yeah, to put and, gun ban legislation out there. That's been her her life's crusade, basically. Yeah. And you know, obviously, I disagree with that. But in any case, I wanted to just put the letter out there for the record. And and basically, what it said was, look. The problem with our economy is fu- is a fundamental problem, and we really have to tackle the issue of the Federal Reserve uh, and our banking system before we can begin to correct these problems. And doing this will just cause more inflation, et cetera, et cetera. So it's pretty much, you know, I-, I tried to put it in language that you know her or her staff could understand. Um, but uh, well, that letter didn't seem to have an effect. But I'll mm. give you one better, Ian. Okay. I actually called the same day that I drafted that letter. I phoned her. Uh, opponent, her Republican opponent, the, the the guy who's running against her for her seat yeah. uh, in November, um, spoke to one of his staffers, and I said flat out, I said, listen, if this gentleman comes out, if the mayor comes out and, and release, sends out a press release, posts something on his website that clearly states that he's opposed to this, uh, a bailout, uh, gets on TV, on local TV, and says he's against this bailout and lists a few reasons why, I will do whatever I can to support him. I will set aside all other differences and support this man 100% if he does that. And? They, they, well, they, they said they were against the bailout, but they didn't do any of that. So, But I'll guarantee you, now that it's passed, mm-hmm. he'll come out saying that it was the wrong thing to have done. Yeah, so yeah and that's cheap. Trickery and waiting and timing and calculation going on mm. and oh we're a month away from election day you know maybe we should wait a week before we should make a statement about it so yes the system is not set up in a way where an individual can have an immediate effect it's very difficult this is why I say that if even if there is some sort of mass booting out of these people is 270 however many people there were that voted in favor of this bill even if a bunch of them do end up losing the election you're just going to put more scum in their place nothing significant is going to change because these are all people that are in search of power how many of these guys are like ron paul how many of these challengers are actually not in it for the power and they're in it to to try to change things and and reverse the course and and uh, how many of them are really that way i can't imagine too many of them are or if they and if they are they certainly don't have a chance at winning as ron paul uh, was i, I mean uh, ron paul really didn't have much of a chance but at least he had a shot and we saw what happened with ron paul clearly the american people rejected uh the ideas of liberty those that were bothering to pay attention and so to suggest that uh, kicking these guys out of office is going to solve the problem is certainly not going to that's not going to work and nothing is going to work at the federal level nothing is going to work secession is the only answer it really is how do you feel about that peter secession you for it uh i i i'm willing to listen to that um i think that there's wisdom there i i do however think that um when in doubt and if you do vote you should always try to kick the incumbent out i think that's a fine idea 
Yeah, in, in the situation that we're in right now where you have, you, and, and I think Mark said this a few weeks ago, the, the best thing you can do right now is, the, is, is promote divided government. Okay, the federal government is there. They're not going away anytime soon. Okay, so you've got to keep the, the executive branch and the legislative branch, you have to keep them in different parties. That, that, should, that should be, if we do vote, if liberty lovers vote, that should be something that we do focus on. Just try to keep it's those a plan, separate. But it, you, you, it, can't pr- you can't predict which way it's going to turn out, so really all no, you, you can, can do is vote against the incumbent. Well, That's really the best that you can do, because at least if, you, if the incumbents lose, then the only good thing that comes out of that is that they don't, the, the newbies don't have as much experience at raping uh, the American people. Really, that's the only good thing that could come out of getting the incumbent out and putting some new scumbag in. Is that they're just not as experienced at just completely destroying freedom. So, uh, yeah, Peter, thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. I think it was good analysis. I think it was spot on. And I would like to hear from you about whatever you want to discuss at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I think that secession, it needs to be discussed seriously. It needs to be talked about at dinner parties. It needs to be talked about on the radio, on television. It needs to be talked about in newspapers. People need to start putting this idea out there because there's no reason whatsoever to keep the federal government around. There's no reason for it. Secession is kind of like a third party, though. It's uh, it's one of those options that many people will say, yeah, it's uh, that's a good idea, but they just don't believe that it could ever happen. You because know? of the Civil War, right? Because they're scared. They believe that if somebody tried to secede, the feds would roll tanks in. I know that's what they're scared of. That's what the objection always is. Well, it, did, it didn't work the first time they tried it. Well, it's going to work. I'm this not time. sure what their reasons are. They just don't think that you know, like the the, the federal government just is so that's the reason. Omni- you know that's omnipresent the reason. that they just don't think it'll ever go away. Julia, joining us here for the remaining portion of the program. Good evening. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know if you brought anything to the table here tonight, Julia. Any Got any show prep for us? Not, Not yet. Okay. She just woke up. That's the reason why I was just giving her a hard time. All right. 1-800-259-9231. Hey, we've got the uh, the Canadian story, right? The the ER? Yep. What happened in the ER in Canada? What's it like? Well, Because it's, it's free. It's free health care. This is from uh, cbcnews.ca. Health officials say a man who died in the waiting area of a major Winnipeg hospital's emergency department may have been dead for some time before the staff was alerted. Oh, my. 34 hours after he arrived. The 45-year-old man arrived by taxi at the Health Sciences Center around 3 p.m. Friday from the Health Action Center, a community health center in, there's a lot of words, centers, mm. central, <laughs> central Winnipeg, where he had a, uh, an earlier appointment, officials said. He was found dead after midnight on Sunday. He arrived 3 p.m. Friday. He was found dead after midnight on Sunday. Wow. It's a really tragic situation. We're quite shocked that this could happen, said Dr. Brock Wright, chief medical officer from the Winnipeg Regional Health Authority. We've never had a situation like this before. They've never Um, had anybody with a long wait. Well, Well, they get long waits all the time. Normally when they die waiting for health care in Canada, they die at home. 800-259-9231 800-259-9231 is the Sankel CAI toll-free line. Universal Healthcare got some real problems. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231, the Sankel CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. 
freetalklive.com. And one of the ways, by the way, that you can help support the show is to promote Free Talk Live by going to promote.freetalklive.com. You'll learn about various different ways, most of them totally free, some of them very low cost, to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the country and around the world. How are we doing on voting, by the way, Mark? Last night you said that we were number two. We're, we're in first place, but by a very small margin. So we still need votes. So one of the ways you can promote us is by going to vote.freetalklive.com, casting your vote for the show. Sounds like uh, the voting contest this month is pretty hot and heavy, so we really need you. If you if you haven't done it yet this month, please go to vote.freetalklive.com. It makes a big difference for us because being number one on the Podcast Alley Top Ten chart means more new people coming across the show. It's also important for us to be able to claim to our advertisers that we're number one. So it really makes a difference for us. It's really simple, fast. All you need is an email address. Just go to vote.freetalklive.com as... Uh, you had just told us this story, Mark, about Canada, 34-hour long wait uh, was how long this... Well, we don't actually know how long the man was waiting before he uh, expired. It was 34 hours after he uh, checked in that he was found dead. He was found dead 34 hours later. So just another example of how it is that in the socialist realm of health care, this so-called universal health care, the people that are doing the uh, the health caring, the business, you know, the, uh, the the doctors and the nurses and the rest of the hospital staff, they may want to help people. They may. I mean, they may be getting into the business to to help people, but unfortunately, they just don't have that financial incentive to do it that they would if it was a free market situation. The financial incentive... The hospital itself doesn't, nor does the hospital itself have that financial incentive because the hospital's essentially a business, people. Yeah. And when the government runs a business, it runs it inefficiently. Yeah. And unfortunately, and this is a business... And the customer here did not get service. And as a result, he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah, this is not your average business where you just have an angry customer when they don't get what they want. This guy expired while waiting. He died while waiting in the emergency room. And what's going to happen to the staff at this hospital? What will happen to the emergency room uh, attendants, the people that were responsible for making sure that people get help? What will happen to them? Nothing. I'll bet you not a damn thing. No, if it's anything like any other government bureaucracy... They'll make these comments where they're, they're gobsmacked that this right. could possibly happen and such, you know, the premier uh, socialized medicine, mm-hmm. the country of socialized medicine in the world. And well, they'll apologize. I mean, they, they might apologize. They'll say, oh, we're so sorry this occurred. We were just overwhelmed. We must have overlooked him. He looked like he was having a nice nap there in the corner. We didn't want to roust him or whatever it is that they'll end up saying. I'm sure they'll apologize to his family, but it won't bring him back. And it won't change. And nothing will change in the future to make this work better. Because as long as they don't have the incentive, a financial incentive to take care of their customers, then they're never going to really do as good of a job as they possibly could. Sure, some people are going to get help. Some people are going to get medicine. Some people are going to get their bones repaired or whatever it is that they need fixed. Some people will get the, the medicine they're looking for, but others are going to suffer. Others are going to wait and they're the, going to the die. Waiting, the, the waiting is probably the big issue. Yeah. You just don't, you don't hear about the people that die rather than uh, having gotten the heart transplant or you know, the, the, the cardiac surgery or whatever. You don't hear about them. Nope, it's the seen and the unseen, right? How many people are out there being told that they've got this debilitating condition and they need to see a specialist about it, but sorry, the specialist is booked up for another 18 months or 12 or 6 months or however long it is to where if you have this debilitating condition, it would help you if you got seen like, you know, next week so you could get it taken care of and so it doesn't get worse or spread or metastasize or whatever it is that it's going to do. 
I wonder how many people they have in their emergency rooms that don't really need to be there. Like a like someone with a, uh, a runny nose or something? Well, this week when I was at work, we had this young lady cut herself. And I could tell by looking at it that it was just a cut, put a Band-Aid on it, get over it. Mm-hmm. But she's one of these crybaby attention types. And since it was covered by workers' comp, she went to the emergency room and waited. And they saw her eventually. And she gave her didn't, a band-aid. Yeah, they, that's what they did. They cleaned it and gave her a Band-Aid and gave us a big bill. And the, yeah, the insurance company has $100 Band-Aid is what they have to pay for. Yeah, right? but I, I mean, when somebody like this is going to the emergency room in a, in a situation where you have complete socialized medicine, people just sort of feel like, well, I might as well take advantage of it. Right. I wonder how many people are clogging the emergency rooms that with cuts that need to be clean. We know right. it's bad even here. If it, even if there was some kind of copay or something like that, it, you know, one of the things that keeps people that don't have insurance at all, because I was one of those people for quite some time, and, you know, wh- one of those things that keeps them out of the emergency room for little stuff is the the cost. I, I went, I, I had some kind of, you know, weird pain in my arm, so I went to, to get an EKG. Man, that cost me 800 bucks. Wow. And the price is risen by by all these stupid idiots who go in with frickin' cuts and makes the insurance higher and everything else. Right. So we know it happens around here. We've had uh, we've had emergency room personnel on the air with us telling us stories of the absurdities that they've seen. These people that will come in over and over again. They'll come in with their Medicare or Medicaid or whatever it is that they've got some governmental entitlement program. And they'll come in with the kids when they've got runny noses, and they'll come in when they are feeling a little stomach bug, and they'll come in. They'll come in any old time they want to come in. And so we know the problem is bad here, and we've got this sort of 50% socialist system in this country. It's got to be worse up in Canada. It's just terrible. Well, I, I, I lived through a socialized medicine system. It was in prison where everybody could mm. go anytime they wanted to. Right. Not anytime. I, sh- I shouldn't say anytime. Uh, they would have to claim an emergency. Um, but there was a sick call. You had to get up relatively early, like 6 o'clock in the morning, in order to go to, to sick call. And there would be people that would just go to sick call rather than um, do their job because they felt like they didn't want to do their job. So Something to do. Yeah. It, just give them something to do, someplace to go. Let's go to your phone calls. You can bring up anything if you want to defend socialist health care, you're welcome to dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. And we continue here. Talk to Kenny in Florida. You're on Free Talk Live. Kenny. Hey, guys. How you doing? Kenny, what's on your mind? Um, I have two issues I'd like to talk um, with you all. Um, my first is um, hackers and the role that they play in the economy and that they will play. Okay. Um, I think... Well, do you think software is going to go? Is software, music, and movies they're going to go up because of this uh, the buyout or the bailout or whatever? Are the prices going to go up? Of software go yeah. up, go up or because of the bailout or whatever? I yeah. don't know. And I, you know, it's not. It may not necessarily be obvious right away if they're if they're going to. I go don't up. think so because um, the computer industry has managed to to bring the prices down of everything and. You know, I don't think so. Inflating More the money supply, adopting stuff. Infl- inflating the money supply does not guarantee price increases. Uh, it's certainly possible that the marketplace can uh, can innovate new ways of production and manufacturing, more efficient ways to manufacture products that can actually end up bringing prices down. It's one of the reasons why you can find some products in the marketplace that are actually cheaper 
today than they used to be 20 years ago or, or a decade and a half ago, and that's because the manufacturing processes have just gotten that much better, that the marketplace is such a powerful entity that it can actually counteract to some extent uh, the, uh, the price increases that inflation, inflation should be making more obvious. So we do have a, such a powerful marketplace that it works – it essentially counteracts the, the, inflation, uh, the inflating of prices. Does that make okay. sense? Um, um, and, and the reason why I ask that is because a lot of people, they come to me and they ask me to, like, crack a software that really expensive software like um, the operating systems and uh, Photoshop and stuff like that. And these are people that follow the law. These are law-abiding people. I mean, I, I think there is a flourishing market for, um, for hackers, a uh, black market or whatever. And has it ever occurred to these companies that, Maybe that people are not buying this software because and music because it's it's crap. There's that possibility. I mean, it could also be overpriced. I mean, we've seen the price of music come down since the advent of file sharing. Since people have been sharing music online, many of the, the record labels have decided that, oh, well, let's cut our price to $9.99 instead of nineteen ninety nine. I think Universal was one of the groups to do that. And if what you're trying to do is do some graphic editing and you don't do it very often, they, and the, but the graphics package that you're looking at buying is $300, you may just say, well... Shoot, that's just too much. I only do a edit the edit graphics once or twice a year. I don't want to pay three hundred dollars for a program I'm hardly ever going to use. So it could very well be a, a price issue. Well, three hundred dollars is cheap. Um, I think Photoshop PS4 at the beginning of the year was I don't know eight hundred to fifteen hundred bucks. Wow. I thank you, Kenny, for the call, my friend. I thank you for good hearing from you. Uh, 800-259-9231 is the number here. Hour three is coming up. You can take control of the airways. Military recruiting bonuses. They're up. How much? Well, we'll tell you about that, speaking of inflating the money supply. Travel less and meet online. Try WebEx free. Go to WebEx.com, enter the promo code 600, and start your free trial of WebEx. That's WebEx, W-E-B-E-X.com. Promo code you need is 600, and that allows you to start your free trial of WebEx today. More is coming up. Hour three on the way. You take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever you want. That's the point of the show. The toll-free number brought to you by SACL CAI is 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Across the sands of time, from the lands of Abraham to the lands of Julius Caesar, the metals of the earth were forged into the coin of the realm. Now you can own a piece of history with affordable ancient coins from the Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine eras. Guaranteed authentic by Janus Numismatics. Transport yourself to the distant past at ZeusCoin.com. That's ZeusCoin.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number three of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, right into your phone calls. That's the point of the show. We start with Jared in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live. Jared. Hey, guys. Hey there. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I want to uh, bring up what you were talking about, um, how there's really no hope for the federal government, and uh, you need to draw an example. Okay. Yeah. 
A better um, I, example than Ron Paul is this week's uh, madness with the bailout bill, where it was quite, quite clear that the American people, all the polling numbers showed it, all of the anecdotal data, uh, all the experience showed it, that the American people had, did not want anything whatsoever to do with this $700 billion bailout bill, but they went ahead and passed it anyway. I think is that is far more persuasive than the Ron Paul thing, but go ahead with your thoughts anyway. Well, I think uh, the reason I bring up the Ron Paul thing is because I think that's what sort of made me open my eyes because I kind of got sucked into that whole Ron Paul thing where I thought he was going to save the world. Mm. And then when he didn't, especially right after New Hampshire, where he only got like, what, I think 10%. I think it was 8%. Kind of, what was it? Only yeah. 8%? Well, anyway, it, was, it wasn't very good. And uh, it, it um, sort of, uh, you know, got me discouraged, but I think... People need to realize that a, you know, it's it's it might be kind of pointless to try to change things at a federal level, but that it's not, and b, it's not necessarily a negative thing because there's other ways, um, such as a free state project, mm-hmm. where we can do things to uh, promote liberty on a smaller level. Right. And I think I think that people need to look into things like that, and I think a lot of people are still trying to do things at a federal level and. I don't know. I just get the feeling that it's just pointless. Yeah, well, they're spinning their wheels. They're throwing money down a rat hole. That's that's where right. I'm at. I I just don't think anything can be done on the federal level. And you know, I I knew uh, just when I heard about the Free State Project that there just wasn't any hope um, for you know libertarian ideas don't have the the money behind them. There, nope. a, a politician can't make money by shrinking the size of government. So it doesn't right. make any sense that government would get smaller. And it would only be because a whole bunch of people that believed that you know something similar would move to one state. Is someone killing a cat in the other room? No, it's a baby. baby. I can't tell. It's a baby. Okay. Um, But yeah, I know people tell me all the time, like, "Oh, you're negative, and why do you have that bad attitude?" But I don't see it as a bad attitude, really, because I mean, I'm in New Hampshire, and I feel like I'm doing something by being here. Yeah, I'd rather my vote count here than it count on a federal level where just going to be more rhinos. Right. Here in New Hampshire, there's a chance to turn things around. In fact, we've already seen evidence of that. And Jared, I thank you for the call tonight. You should probably get to your son there, or whoever that was. You're, thank you're you, making sir. an assumption. Appreciate hearing from you. <laughs> 800-259-9231. I think that there's definitely... Uh, there we can turn things around in New Hampshire. We're starting to see evidence of that happening already because of many of the Free State Project members that have moved in here and gotten active, and the, a lot of the New Hampshire natives have gotten active as a result of the Free Staters coming in, and we've seen some wonderful advancements already happening uh, as far as new networks are being created, new opportunities, uh, new friendships being made, new ideas being brainstormed all the time. I see some... This has been tremendously uh, successful so far, with only a few hundred people moving in here, and we're talking about the Free State Project, the idea of moving as many liberty-loving activists together to the same place as possible, the same geographic area, and that would be New Hampshire. So we've definitely seen some positive things happening here. It's, I think it's pretty easy to be positive about what's happening here in New Hampshire. We do it six nights a week on this program. There's lots to talk about. There's lots going on. In fact, there's so much going on here in New Hampshire, it upsets some of our listeners that, hey, you're talking about New Hampshire too much. You're talking about Keene too much. Well, hey, this is where it's at. 
at. This is where the activism is. This is where the best of the best, the, the best activists that are out there in the, the, around the country and some of them from around the world are going to be coming here. Right. If, if I was hearing all kinds of news from the libertarians in Costa Rica, supposedly yeah. they have some kind of contingent there. They've I haven't heard to get, much from them recently. Yeah, I haven't heard much at all. I haven't ever heard anything about what they've managed to get done um, in Costa Rica. Not, that, not to say that they haven't managed to get anything done. I just haven't heard it. Right. And likely the, the, the news would – not as much news would percolate up. Um, but if I was hearing that, believe me, I'd be reporting on it. Yeah. I'd be reporting any place um, so, that, that this stuff was be, was happening. I am um, – personally, I'm very positive for the, the, uh, the chances for liberty, but not at the federal level. And I don't think that – if you want to accuse me of being a negative Nancy over that, well, fine. You can accuse me of it. I don't really care. Julia, how do you feel about it? Federal government, what do you think? Should we uh, try to take it over from the inside, turn the – you know, take over the Democrats and Republicans it, from the inside? Do you think there's any hope? No. Any, no hope. None at all. Just can't be done. You don't think I you're think being most negative? people know that there's no hope. I think most really? people feel pr- pretty negatively about the the federal government and just sort of have given up, accepted it, and feel like it's just going to be there forever. Right. They feel like they have to do something, so they'll vote for one of the lesser of the two yeah. evils. I remember we were sitting at the last uh, last week. Mark, you and I went out uh, for a few drinks after the show, and there was some folks there that we were sitting with, and they were talking about why they were voting for Obama. And they didn't really want to vote for Obama. I mean, like, they were holding their noses in voting for Obama, and I'm sure some people will be doing the same thing for uh, for John McCain. There are a lot of people out there that don't like their choices, but yet they still feel like they need to do something. And uh, at the federal level, that's all you can do. Obviously, calling these representatives isn't doing jack. I hate it when people people say that uh, occasionally I'll get the comment about libertarians just being oh, so negative and stuff because there's so much bad thing, stuff going on, I guess, is, is why that's portrayed. But I feel like liberty is a really positive thing. I think you're right about that. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's I, the I, lack of liberty that's negative. If you believe in liberty and there's so much pervasive government, it's difficult to be positive about many things that go on because government's so invasive in everything. I'm positive uh, about how the market would handle many of these things. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be positive about how the government handles things. I just, I can't be. I think that uh, I think you're right, Julia. I think liberty is very positive, but at the same time, I think it's true that a lot of libertarian types and liberty types are very negative. And I think that one of the reasons for that, and, and I was actually discussing this over in the Free Talk Live BBS recently, I think one of the reasons for that is they're just not here. Uh, if you're a liberty-minded person and you're somewhere else, it can be overwhelming. I mean, you look around and all you see is big government people, big government Republicans and Democrats running for office. Even on a local level, you see these people creating new government programs, spending more money, increasing taxes left and right. You see the the uh, property taxes going up. You see the sales taxes going up. You see the regulation levels increasing. Mark, you've got a story about how fish are no longer allowed to be used for pedicures. Well, we might be able to talk about that here. I mean, the, the, if you if you are by yourself and most liberty-minded people are virtually alone where they are. You know, you may have may be lucky enough to have like a Ron Paul meetup group or something like that to go and kind of recharge your batteries at. But for the most part, if you're living somewhere outside of New Hampshire, you're probably feeling pretty alone. And if you're feeling alone, then you feel powerless and you feel helpless against the rise of the state. I know how if, I know how it feels. I've been there. So I think that that's why so many liberty-minded people are so negative. 
when you talk about moving up to New Hampshire with some of these people and you say, hey, come on up here. We've got this going on. There's all this activity. You can get involved in politics if you want. If you like that, you can get involved in civil disobedience. If that floats your boat, there's all kinds of activism going on up here. Come on up. Join us. But then you see some people just recoil in fear. <gasps> Wait, you mean get together with... With more people like me, they'll just attack us. They'll just come in and roll tanks in. They're going to kill negative. us. They're going to blow stuff up. They, they, there's no chance. You can't possibly. Wait, you can't do that. Wait, we need to just, just wait. You can't move together. Which we, what we need to do is get together in the underground. We need to be quiet. We need to to, uh, to batten down the hatches and, and just fly under the radar and wait until the federal government implodes. Well, and then, then what, we'll have our time. Well, then what we need to do is shut up. Because talking isn't gonna, it hasn't done anything for 40 years. Yeah. So why bother? Why bother right. even considering liberty as a possibility if you're, if you're not, not going to do anything about it? Because yeah. there's not really anything you can do if you don't have anybody else next to you, right? If you are the only person in your area that's doing liberty stuff or interested in liberty, or at least that's how it feels to you, then what can you do, right? You're going to have to fly under the radar. You're going to have to uh, to try to stay away from the of uh, being targeted by the state. But that's only going to last you so long. Eventually, if they set up roadblocks, then, you know, they've got you. If they, if they start, the police state starts to crack down. You've lost more liberty. You've lost more freedom. And how are you going to get it back at that point? So I don't think the sitting around and waiting method is too effective, personally. I'm willing to do something about it. I'm willing to take those risks if there's even much of a risk of them rolling in tanks. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number for you to take control of the airwaves is 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. That's 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free. So enjoy those, including the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listened to the show. Go see what it's all about over at shrine.freetalklive.com. Again, shrine.freetalklive.com. Yes. I know we push the Free State Project a lot on this program, but it's well, because we believe in it, <laughs> not because they're an advertiser. Before this, before the Free State, before we signed up for the Free State Project on this program, we were still still both libertarians. I mean, or yeah. you know, that's what we would have called ourselves at the time. You would have called yourself a big L libertarian, and I would have called myself a little L one. Now I wouldn't call myself a libertarian. Yeah, I don't even know what those terms mean. They're, they're they're so convoluted. Some people would mean they're party members. Some people it means that you're more or less libertarian, but. Uh, you know, we didn't have solutions, really. We <laughs> what, yeah, what were we doing back we then? We were just telling people that it's wrong. You yeah, know, we were talking we should, about liberty, talking should, about the issues. You know, we should uh, you know, not be doing this. Government is sucks. this right or is this wrong? What right. should we do? Yeah. There, was, there, there was no solution, and it was, that is demoralizing. Sure to is. know that there is just nothing that's going to be done. Right, when you feel like there's And I made no that hope. point multiple times on the program that there is, that it's inevitable. Yeah, well, when you feel like there's no hope, that's a real negative situation to be in. But once you get here and you get around these people, you've got to feel differently. When you've, when you've come here to New Hampshire and you've experienced the activism here, there's no way you could, ha you could lose hope at that point. This is the most uh, amazing group of people to be around. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, even if they do come in with the tanks, even if the, you know, the tyranny crackdown police state does come. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else than, it's than not next coming to, to some people. other. It's not coming to the rest of the states? I mean, really? Is it, I mean, yeah. they're, getting it with, they're getting all the crackdown without the tanks. That's all. There you go. 
Uh, hey, by the way, speaking of the Free State Project, if you want to know what it's all about, you should go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Get signed up for the upcoming New Hampshire Liberty Forum 2009. It's happening in early March. Going to be a ton of speakers, uh, big liberty-oriented luminaries like John Taylor Gatto, Mark Stevens from adventuresinlegalland.com, Will Buchanan from the Walk for Liberty, Anthony Gregory from lewrockwell.com, Adam Kokish from the Iraq Veterans Against the War, and Angela Keaton from antiwar.com. These are some of the announced speakers. They're working on many... Many more. We'll bring you that information as it is released. But for now, go to freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. Get signed up at the early bird price of $199. But wait, there's more. If you use the code 2009FTL, Julia, you look confused about that. I'm not confused. Oh, okay. If you use the code 2009FTL, you'll get a 10% discount off of the already low, low, low $199 early bird pricing. So please come out to the Liberty Forum. It's a great way to see what New Hampshire's like right in the middle of the wintertime. And uh, meet hundreds of like-minded people, many of whom are already here, many of whom are considering coming here. And let me tell you, once you've been here and you've been around these people and you've and felt you that synergy. that there's heat in the buildings? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's possible to survive a winter in New Hampshire. Uh, once you've been around these people and you've experienced what it's like to be around hundreds of like-minded people that are all brainstorming and you don't have to explain yourself to them about what liberty is because they already get it, you'll get it. You'll understand what it's like to be here and you'll want to move here as soon as possible, I think. I know some people have done that very thing. They've come to the Liberty Forum, they've gotten excited, and they've moved up their, they've moved their move date sooner rather than later as a result of it. So come here. So, someone never us. went back. Uh, that's true. They came and they stayed. Freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum. We go to your phone calls. Nick in Colorado, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Julia, and Mark. Hey, how are you doing? Nick, what's on your mind tonight? Well, last time I called you, uh, I agreed with you. Okay. Surprising, so you isn't it? You cut me off right away, so now I'm going to disagree with you. Excellent. Okay. I think I'll get a better argument that way. What's this, you know, you, you're all dissing on Ron Paul? Who's dissing Ron Paul? I always dissing Ron Paul. That's what I heard you saying. What did Ron you hear? Ron Paul had no effect. And you're no. saying his... Wait, his, I didn't uh, say Ron Paul had no effect. numbers were pathetic. What were the numbers again? I didn't say Ron Paul had no effect. And I didn't say he was pathetic either. I said that they, he... They were, the, the, the numbers in the, in the primaries... Now, the, the caucuses he did rather well in because, you know, caucuses are more dedicated people going and there's fewer people voting. And uh, I wish that every uh, primary was a caucus in the United States because Ron Paul would have been a real contender. Well, what I said tonight about Ron Paul was that he didn't have a chance to win at the national level. Oh, man, level. that's what everybody says. You know, if we all get together and say that, that guarantees that he has no right to win. Uh, I voted so I for Ron Paul. Why did you say it? I voted for Ron Paul in the primaries. Thank you very much. Well, I, so did I. I disagree with my uh, my cohort statement here that uh, that he had no chance. He had as good a chance as anyone else. However, he didn't get he the did media coverage. Win. He did not get the a fraction. He, he didn't get a fraction of the media coverage of the other people. So okay. as a result of that, as a result of the media blackout on Ron Paul, well, he did not have a chance. That's of not winning. true. That's, and, that doesn't matter. Giuliani yeah. got all kinds of coverage, and look how he performed. He performed like crap. Well, so he's media just coverage, politician. But media coverage yeah. doesn't matter in the case of. It didn't matter in the case it of. Giuliani. Helped Ron Paul because his message makes sense, and if people hear that message, then they're like more likely to respond to it. Also, I'd like to point out that during the Ron Paul campaign, Free Talk Live never talked down about Ron Paul not being able to win. I thought the Ron Paul message was really positive and talked about quite frequently during his campaign. Yeah, we've all That's we encourage people I'm to, to make. You at know, this point in time, it's too late. Well, but the point is, uh, the polls were manipulated. And he's oh, okay. woken up a lot. And, yeah. and 
He's woken up a lot of people. Well, if that's true, if was, then listen. Yes. If it wasn't for Ron Paul, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now. I believe you, my friend. I didn't say he was ineffectual. I didn't say that he was ineffective. I I believe that Ron Paul did bring a lot of people to the Liberty Message, and that's why I gave money to his campaign. Same dude. here. I gave hundreds of dollars to Ron Paul's campaign because I understood that he was out there talking about liberty, and that despite the fact that the media shut him out for the most part, some people did pay some attention, and they did look, and they did hear, and they did get the message, and that is why you're here right now, and I believe you. So I'm with right. you. I'm, I'm totally with you. But But if what you say is true, that the vote was rigged, then it is more evidence that Ron Paul didn't have a chance. If that's true, that they ch- you know they changed the voting around, then really, maybe Ron Paul, what you're suggesting is Ron Paul did actually win, but because the people who are in charge are in charge, manipulated the voting system, he didn't win. So therefore, if that was true, the fix was in from the very beginning, and he didn't have a chance, right? Right. So okay. the people... The people opened up their eyes, and now they can see what's going on. And now they're telling all their friends, look, it's manipulated. The game is rigged. They cheated us. And all these people know. So, well, they, they know, but what can they do about it, right? What can they do? Well, we could just say no to this bull that they're trying to pull on us. I'm with you, man. You still paying federal taxes? Uh, sh- <laughs> I, got no I am, choice. too. It's as long okay. As you're doing the Federal Reserve, as long as you're dealing in the Federal Reserve, you're being taxed. That's true. Yep, as long as you're using Federal Reserve notes, you are being taxed, and they're, they're going to be uh, inflating the money supply to pay for the $700, $700 million, billion dollar bailout, and you're absolutely right. So I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I just think that the federal government is a, a waste of time, and if, it's, if what you say is true and that the vote is rigged, then it's even more of a waste of time, and we need to focus on one geographic area, and that should be New Hampshire, and I thank you for the call tonight. appreciate the discussion. I think that the Ron Paul campaign is more proof that, the federal, um, that, the federal government, that there's no hope for, on the federal level. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think that the, 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 the prize is too great for these greedy people that would take control. Yep. It's, it's just too big, and you can't, you can't stop them. Because there's people out there with more money and more influence than you have. Even if we, you know, if we all get together, yes, we could stop this. But we all aren't going to get together. Nope. Well, we can get together in New Hampshire. We can well, do that. The, the few people that believe in liberty could. Should. They and, should. But many people talk down to that. I can't move there. I got family ties. I've got, you know, the weather, those kind of things. And that's fine. Family ties, mm-hmm. I understand. Bring, bring weather, the family with you. Don't give it to me. Bring the family with you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Wouldn't you want to raise your kids in a place that's more free than anywhere else? More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. Talk Live, you can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. The Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. The bulletin board system is one of those features. Just go to bbs.freetalklive.com. Get interactive with over 400,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about. Everything from serious issues to fun stuff. you find it all free over at bbs.freetalklive.com. In this down economy... You know, it, accounts receivables is that much more of a big issue. Many many uh, companies are making it sort of their policy to, uh, you know, instead of paying at 15 days, they're paying at 60, just so they can hold on to the the money a little longer. Mm. 
turn over your accounts receivable headaches to SACL CAI. And not to mention just the regular accounts receivable. What about those collections that have been sitting around on the books for months, years, some of them, that you've just never done anything with? SACL CAI will purchase those uh, those from you if you wish or collect them and give you a percentage. You can find out more about SACL CAI, the main sponsor of Free Talk Live, um, by checking out their banner. It's at the top uh, right-hand section of uh, freetalklive.com. Just go there and check it out. SACL CAI. We go to your phone calls. Andy is on the line in Michigan. You are on Free Talk Live. Andy. Hey, guys. Hey, Andy. What's on your mind? I was just thinking about this whole money thing that's... that's going on right now. Yes, sir. Uh, it's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in February, the government made, what, $150, $60 billion? They, when you say made, you and mean they printed? Gave that, and they gave that to, yeah, they probably. And they handed it out to, you know, poor people, a lot of poor people. People, that, you know, they gave it to people. They're talking about the then tax it, rebate. Then oh, at the end this, of July, yeah. Then at the end of July, they put together another three hundred billion dollars mm-hmm. and gave it to uh, who did they give that to? Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Right. And then now, actually, before they passed the bailout bill, they shelled out another what? Six hundred billion dollars. Six hundred thirty billion. Yep. Yeah, just just you know, tossed it here and tossed it there, and now we've got this other seven hundred billion. And you know, it just—it just. How can people not understand that the government is trying to, you know, it's like trying to make a perpetual motion machine instead, you know, but instead it's money. How can they not understand the situation? Well, first off, many of them aren't paying well, I attention. Do, I do. They okay. The government did give Ron Paul what two minutes to talk today. <laughs> Well, they did. They some did. Of the they campaigns, gave him two minutes, and, or some of the uh, he, debates. He kept going all the way to the end, to the end of his time, and they practically pushed him off the podium. But yeah, you know, and and you know, it's not like people aren't finding out. As obviously, with the the response that went out to Congress people, people are starting to find out. So. Yeah, they understand. They they found out, but the, I'm sure they feel like this. It's hopeless. They must feel, as we were talking earlier, that what can you do? How can you change this? How can you make it? How can you make it right? This is one of those breaking points for people. I had my breaking point as far as the the federal government went um, went with the uh, the ruling on the We the People uh, Supreme Court case where they they had brought the uh, the right to uh, petition for redress of grievances to the grievances to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court refused to hear it. Mm. Uh, I, I and, and you know essentially that at that same time the Ron Paul uh, primary in New Hampshire occurred. I realized. It's just fruitless to try well, to do anything at the federal level. Eventually, the, the perpetual motion machine must have fuel, right? Or it'll stop. Mm-hmm. It will stop. So, this is going to happen again. Uh, the bailout, you mean? Yes. Uh, another bailout yeah, is coming? Sure. It, it will happen again. There's no... there's it, The laws of the laws of economics are pretty much going to dictate that this is... <laughs> Right, but we, we'll we know be able what to... they're doing. We're, right, but we they'll... know what they're doing. It's just we got to we got to make sure everybody else knows what they're doing. I tell everybody I know. I think it's great. Exactly I think that's, what they're doing. That's all you can do is you can just spread the word. You can talk to people, and I think people need to. Uh, the old sort of the old way was to avoid politics at the dinner, you know, dinner table. Don't talk about politics and religion. Well, 
How about we talk about issues instead of politics? Yeah. Let's talk yeah, about I issues. I don't talk about politics anymore. I talk right. about money or, you know, or the, the direct aspects of, of government control or, you know, whatever yeah. those might be, whether it's education or um, the, the price that we pay at the gas pump or people getting pulled over for not having a taillight working. Or yeah. The discussion should not be left versus right because that's a false paradigm. It's a false dichotomy. It keeps people distracted. Yeah, sure does. Any other thoughts, yeah. Andy? Uh, and then... And, and, I do have people that come up to me and try to talk to me about Obama or McCain, and <laughs> and I just I I can't I can't help it. I'm in that mode now where I just tell these people, you know, these guys are both criminals. Yeah. They are criminals. Criminal, criminal people. I like to have uh, some sort of hot, a, fly, a flyer or a handout. Uh, last time an Obama person came up to the front door, they you know they like to come and knock and see who you're going to vote for. And I always tell them I'm not voting for anybody. Here, take this. And then I give them uh, one of my little flyers that we printed up for, for the area here. And you could use pr- perhaps like the Liberty Card or something like that. Have something to hand out to these people. Give them something to read. And, you know, Give them a little trade. Let them hand you their propaganda. You hand them some of, uh, some of yours. And Andy, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Why is it that some people don't know what is going on? Why is it they don't understand? Well, most people have been trained to not pay attention. They've got all kinds of distracting trinkets to play with. They've got electronic devices with entertaining games. They've got television with all kinds of uh, glamorous, glitzy channels uh, that, sure, they encourage people to vote, but do they really know what they're voting for? Do they understand the issues? Probably not. If what they've been doing with their time is spending, uh, spending it watching Dancing with the Stars or American Idol, then you can pretty much guess, or you can probably safely bet that that's one of those people that isn't too connected on uh, what the issues are about, I think there's, what's happening. There's nothing wrong with enjoying one of those shows, whether it's American Idol or Dancing with the Stars. I, I think right, that those, uh, are, those are fine shows. It's fine to be entertained. Those, yeah, I'm with you there. Th- th- those people who have great talent, and I, I think that in some ways I like those shows better than, than many others because you're talking about real people you know, expressing their talents there. Um, however, I, you know, it does seem like the vast majority of people just aren't plugged in. Well, right. You know what I mean when I'm saying that. I, mean. I mean somebody who can answer the question as far as who are the three panelists on American Idol versus who's the vice president. You know, that kind of situation where, where somebody can uh, can name all five Simpsons but can't name, uh, you know, the, can't point out where Panama is on the world map. That kind of situation. That kind of person. Where they're completely competent at whatever it is they do. They may be very, very intelligent at uh, the job that they do. They may be very talented at the... Uh, the art that they create, they may be very, very brilliant people in their own way, but if they're not plugged into understanding what's going on in the world around them, then that's why they don't get it, because they don't, they're not paying attention. The number one thing that needs to be solved to, get, to help people get it is to get them to pay attention, however you end up doing that, and that's a trick. Hopefully you're friends with some of these people. That's one of the th- good things about the Ron Paul campaign is it really did that for a lot of people. Yeah. So hopefully you're friends with some of these people, and when you're out socializing with them or when you're having dinner with the family or something like that, you bring these things up. Because, damn, if you don't do it, then when are you going to talk about it? If, if liberty is important to you and you're not talking about it with the people that you, that you care about, when are you going to do it? Are you going to wait for the, you know, for the recession to hit before you say, well, you know, I meant to tell you this a year or two ago, but I didn't think you'd want to hear about it. 
I don't know. I'm not saying impose on people. I'm not saying be rude. I'm not saying force your viewpoint on anyone. I'm just saying bring up a, bring up a discussion. Start a discussion. You know, if somebody says they're uncomfortable, they don't want to talk about it, that's fine. We'll leave them alone. Move on to somebody else. But if you don't know what they think, if you're not sure what their viewpoint is, would it hurt to bring it up? That's all I'm saying. Just talk. Get get a conversation going. Do you do either of you disagree with that? You think I don't. No. 1-800-259-9231. Jeff is on the line in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jeff. Hey, guys. Jeff, what's on your mind? Hey, um, I just want to give you a shout-out. Uh, I've been listening to you. and um, Right now I'm locked in a, a lawsuit, and uh, I listened to your show when you went to your civil disobedience. Okay. Well, uh, tell me about your lawsuit here in a bit. Hang on, Jeff. We'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. You can take control even in these remaining moments. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain, but just enough time for your call. If you make it now, 1-800-259-9231, SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Julia. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there. They are totally free. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up. And you'll get access to perks like uh, the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. But the main reason to join the AMP program is to help Free Talk Live get on more radio stations around the country and around the world and also get new Internet listeners on board so we can help spread the message of freedom and liberty. Because it's one thing to talk to your friends, as I was suggesting earlier, talk to your family members. It's one thing to, t- to touch the people in your own life and try to uh, to help them understand what liberty is all about. But it's another thing to leverage uh, the radio transmitters that are all operating 24 hours a day across uh, the, the country to help spread the message to people you'll never meet, to help get people on board with uh, the, the ideas of liberty that you'll never have the opportunity uh, to know whether or not they accepted the ideas or not. So for three bucks a month, you can help more people than you could ever possibly get in touch with, presuming you don't have your own radio show or nationally syndicated t- television program. Uh, you, can, you can help us get the message of liberty into more ears by going and signing up over at amp.freetalklive.com, one of the best ways, in my opinion, to help the message of liberty, a pro-freedom, 100% principled pro-liberty message, get out there that people desperately need to hear. They may not realize they need to hear it, but once they hear it, they wonder why they why it took so long for it to get to them. So you can help by going to amp.freetalklive.com and getting signed up, getting on board. As we go to your phone calls, back to Jeff in California. You were going to tell us about a lawsuit that uh, you were involved with, I think. Jeff, go ahead. Yeah, guys. <clears throat> um, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys that are crying out in the wilderness. Um, right now I'm locked in this uh, lawsuit. Um, I work for the movie industry, and uh, I was exposed to chemicals. That, uh, you can Google it up. The map will show you it's 12214 Lakewood Boulevard, Downey, California. What, what is it that? Form, it was a former NASA site where they put us in a, it was a toxic waste Superfund site that um, the government cleared it, downgraded it to a brownfield, and uh, we went on there and exposed to, I mean, there's some, what's funny is there's California's first nuclear reactor was in uh, the North Parcel, and 
just a bunch of weird stuff. I've had cancer. I've lost my thyroid. Sorry to hear that. Uh, the government, um, they've, I've lost all hope. I mean, there is no government. After witnessing today on TV, there is no government. Um, there is no OSHA here. There is no Cal OSHA. There is no toxic waste department. They green-lighted everything. They know we're exposed to asbestos. They know we're exposed to chromium. They know we're exposed to arsenic. So you're saying that the government essentially uh, green-lighted your, uh, you going to this site and being exposed yeah. to various different things, and now there's nothing that, that you can do to make the situation right because they just don't care. Is that what they you're pointing They just don't out? care. Yeah, we, uh, we've tried. Um, the one website was hacked, and uh, we approached the, the authorities on it, and they said, well, just shut it down and the problem will go away. And... There was a congressional candidate um, for the Freedom and Liberty Party, and uh, she she was hacked. She was bringing uh, they built a hospital on the site. Um, wow, I'm I'm really confused. I have no idea really what you're trying to communicate here, but it no. Sounds... What I'm saying is that look that there is no when it comes down to relying on any part of the government to help you out. You guys are right. They're not gonna. That's true. They they have no They're real not. incentive to uh, to, to do yeah, anything. I mean, you. they have every incentive to shut you down because they're not going to investigate their own departments. I'm sorry to hear your story, and I wish you the best of luck. And if you can get to New Hampshire, then I would recommend it. I don't know if it's going to help cure your cancer, but it might help you feel a little better. I thank you, sir, for the call tonight. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I guess story. he said he had cancer. Maybe he doesn't anymore. Hey, real quick here, Mark, uh, the story about the fish. I want to know, what's okay. this all about? We talked about how regulations are on the increase, as always, the government always increasing its uh, control over your body, over your life, over your business. What's going on now? Yeah, you know, this is a sort of a silly little story, but when you think about this, there are some people out there that were making their living doing this. They shut down people's businesses, or at least a portion of their business, that made them different, and... It cost a bunch of people money. You know, before you get into it, I'm sorry. Uh, speaking of making money and doing business, uh, one of those things that we want to, one of the things we want to encourage on this program is other people getting out there and getting their voices heard about liberty. We we're just talking about it a moment ago about how to leverage uh, this show, getting this show on more stations. But it shouldn't just be Free Talk Live. Let Free Talk Live be the uh, the, the the beginning of a, a a tidal wave of pro liberty media content. Our friends over at Free Minds TV and Radio are helping continue that tidal wave. Gardner Goldsmith helping continue it. Why not you? Why not you get involved in the world of media? Well, you can. Spring and summer internships in broadcast and print journalism will allow you to do it. The Institute for Humane Studies is looking for good communicators from all majors to place at daily papers and major media outlets for the spring or the summer. Positions are paid and include a career workshop and opportunities to network, housing and travel allowance, uh, stipend as well, uh, tuition and travel assistance, free books, academic works on economics, history and philosophy. Plus, you get the opportunity to network in major media centers like New York City, Los Angeles and D.C. You've got until November 1st to apply for an early summer decision. Again, November 1st is the deadline. Go to libertarianinternships.com for more info. So if you're in college or just graduated from college, maybe just going into college, libertarianinternships.com is where you want to go. And then, hey, maybe you'll get in, uh, get into the radio field like we are or get on TV and 
and do something, uh, create your own pro-liberty content and get it out there and, and, and help new people, touch new people's lives that we never would have had the opportunity to touch. So I think the more pro-liberty media we can get, the better. So visit libertarianinternships.com and get, get on board. All right, what's going on, Mark? Pedicures by, this is from the Seattle Times, uh, pedicures by fish, the use of live tiny carp to clean feet has been deemed unsanitary and illegal by the state. The State Department of Licensing. Where is this? California? This is uh, Washington, uh, Seattle. Okay. Ever, ever heard of it? Nice like California North. <laughs> the State Department of Licensing <laughs> issued a uh, statement this afternoon saying officials were greatly concerned that customers in their quest for smooth heels are willing to soak their feet in a tank of toothless fish that feast on dead skin. Christine. What's the concern? Sounds like it sounds fine to me. It, it, it sounds weird, but it's a little strange. But, whatever you know, I've, hey. I've I've heard of in the medical industry they use these sanitized maggots to uh, clean up wounds. Well, you know, this is isn't this sort of the natural way where there are certain fish or certain birds that are are basically they sort of float along like there's the the birds that'll uh, kind of ride on the backs of a rhinoceros or something like that. I don't know if I'm getting the right uh, animals right here, but there are certain animals that. That essentially li- they're not parasites exactly, but I guess they're somewhat parasitic and symbiotic. Then, yeah, sim- that's that might be the word symbiotic, where they they benefit. So the little fishies they get to eat the the dead skin cells and feed their bellies and and well, if they have bellies, I don't know if they have. Bellies Christine Anthony makes a good point. She says the spokeswoman for the department says it's impossible to sanitize li- live fish. You can clean the tank, you can clean the water, but there's no guarantee that the fish aren't carrying something from the previous customer. Well, if your feet aren't, if you don't have an open sore on your foot, then what does it matter? How do you know the customer didn't have an open sore? That's that doesn't matter though. Customer's responsibility. It doesn't matter. Sign if a somebody waiver. gets to choose, you know, somebody wants to choose to do this, they should be able to do that. I agree. That's all. That's all. But I would make sure that my customers didn't have an open sore on their foot before I put them in there if I was concerned about such things. I, something. I, I I don't know. I mean, there's. I'm sure that they could, at, at some point, a um, licensing agency could spring up that would uh, license these uh, companies to say, this is a clean tank. Now, and it's not like we have heard of a case of anyone, you know, getting, getting anything bad right. happening to them. So yeah. they're going to shut them down before anything bad happens. <laughs> I, you yeah. know, I mean, shouldn't we shut down everything before something bad happens? Yes, apparently so. Okay. Today, to officials hand-delivered a letter to the Peridot uh, Nail Salon in Kent. That was the only spa, to their knowledge, offering the treatment, Anthony said. Inspectors visited Peridot last month after it was featured on television news report. Oh, man. How many times has this happened in the past where some innovator, some business person has come up with a new technique or something something unique, something special? It's so special that uh, the local TV news decides, hey, let's do a story on this. This is a great little human interest story or the newspaper or whatever. They get the they get the publicity, and then three days later, there's a, a, a rap on the front door from some bureaucrat demanding to inspect their business, and then all of a sudden they are told they can't be doing what they've been doing because they didn't ask government's permission to do it. In the notice given today, we asked them to stop using the fish immediately, <laughs> said uh, Anthony. Oh, uh, letters so are being nice. sent to licensed salons across the state right. informing the owners it's unlawful to perform the treatment. Hopefully we can catch other salons before they buy yeah. the fish. But that's like the Pedicures government. are popular in Turkey and Asian countries and started gaining attention in the states after a Virginia-based spa. They're, doing. they're just asking. Like the government asked me to show up at their courtroom this week, and they're asking me to go to a trial now. They're just asking, Mark. It's no big deal. They ask so nicely, too. We'll see you tomorrow night. Free talk. Live.com in the meantime. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 